Hello, everybody. This is Rene from Blackbriar, and you're listening to Progcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Procast, and as you just heard, today calling from the Netherlands is René, the drummer from Blackbriar. Hi René, how are you doing? Hey dude, what's up? I hope uh, everybody's doing well, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, this awesome episode of your uh, Procast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, me too. Um, you're uh, one of those um, rare bands where I actually, uh, when I started preparing for this episode, where I didn't know that much about the band beforehand. I mean, a lot of times there's, um, we have, of course, established bands that I, I've known for years and followed, you know. Um, but I mean, it's, all, it's also your debut album that's about to drop right yes. um the the cause of shipwreck yes indeed um, but you've been around for a couple of years already um and you have released three eps so far so maybe for our listeners who also might not have heard of you before uh maybe you can give us a quick rundown of the story of blackbriar so far Wow. Um, yeah, so uh, Blackbriar uh, was uh, founded by uh, myself and Sora back in 2012. So it's been almost 10 years uh, since the beginning. And well, to be honest, at that point, we had no clue what, we're, uh, what we wanted to do or which direction we would go for. Uh, so we kind of messed around a bit uh, for the first, uh, let's say, three years. And Basically, after that, uh, we decided to, that, uh, yeah, symphonic metal was something that we all felt like was uh, a direction that would suit us very well. So in all honesty, uh, like I said, the, the beginning was kind of messy. But um, once we decided where we were heading, uh, things uh, yeah went uh, fairly quickly for us. So we decided to go for a uh, single. So in the beginning... Uh, at least uh, the thing was we wanted to uh, take an alternative approach to basically every traditional route a band takes. So we didn't go for playing a lot of bars and pubs and we didn't go for doing a debut album straight out of the box. Uh, we felt like that was very, uh, uh, not, not for us at least, for many reasons because uh, financially was one of them. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, quite expensive to do an album. So for us, it felt good to just do a single, but do it good enough and make sure that uh, it was basically ahead of our skills and uh, uh, like something we could reach for uh, quality-wise. So uh, we had money for that single. We uh, recorded it and we did a, an amazing music video for it. Um, that single is Until Eternity. Uh, which some might be familiar with, uh, probably more than others, but um, that's basically the yeah the single that got things running for us at the beginning. 
Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, even though um, with with modern technologies, like you know, you're you, it's becoming more and more easy for uh, I would I I'm saying hobby musicians, but yeah, m most of the hobby musicians in the metal and prog scene uh, specifically are quite well versed in their craft of playing instrument or singing. Uh, even though they don't do it for for a, as a main job, maybe, but it's becoming more and more uh, easy to record something that sounds really good at home or in a in a home studio. But still, mm -hmm. um, as you're saying, um, as a starting uh, starting out as a band, it's 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 still a, quite the financial commitment uh, coming out with a, with a full length album. Right out of, out of the box, so yeah, you 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 told us about the beginnings, and uh, now a couple of years later, you're here, and you do have a debut album. And, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we did uh, three EPs before this one, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, our fan base has been very loyal, and uh, yeah, something where we are very grateful for because basically they have made it uh, possible for us to keep creating music and do what we love so much. So ever since our first EP back in 2014, I guess, uh, I, I suppose it was, um, we we did every um, EP with a crowdfunding campaign mm -hmm. and they basically made it happen for us. So And now this debut album felt like something we were finally ready for or maybe more so that we felt it was making us um, come across as a, maybe a bit more professional, even though we don't very much believe in stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> like you mentioned, we are an independent band and the our main concern was getting our music out there to our fans as fast as possible. And that was the main reason why we chose EPs instead of uh, an album. Um, of course, the financial part has been a very large, uh, yeah, like I said, part of not being able to do it. But um, ever since we discovered crowdfunding and uh, apparently our fans, they do appreciate our music. So, yeah, it's something that uh, worked for us very well. And we also were able to do this debut album because of a very successful crowdfunding campaign. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, j just uh, a quickly for for me as i'm not familiar with you with the band history and and for our listeners um at the beginning you mentioned you you decided not to play a lot of pubs and small gigs and stuff but now that you had these they had the first eps and you had you developed kind of a fan base did you start playing pubs or small uh, for small venues at one point then? Uh, well, we did do a few uh, in the in the past, but uh, to be honest, our uh, one of our first gigs was actually uh, opening up for Epica in front of uh, 2,500 people. <laughs> and uh, Okay, you skipped the first part. Yeah, I mean, not, not because uh, um, we really wanted that, but we kind of decided on not doing anything we didn't feel like was uh, cool enough. <laughs> like we, we basically decided, okay, guys, let's just do the cool shows, the stuff that uh, will be in our heads forever, uh, things you uh, can't forget. 
and not play like a very very tiny festival where only uh, 200 people are not that 200 people isn't enough but i mean we, we're all we're all living our life uh, where some of us have children uh, so we for some reason it kind of felt like uh, we didn't want to go on that route necessarily try to play yourself in the spotlight but just yeah grab the cool stuff and uh, basically focus on all our videos on uh, uh, recording music that was something we're all very passionate about and uh, yeah so we kind of skipped <laughs> playing very tiny shows a bit but uh, yeah <laughs> it's just a different path but in the end we all wish uh, to be at the same level so yeah we're going for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you you mentioned the crowdfunding process for the for the album as well and uh then so yeah let's talk about the course of shipwreck um cool. first up i'm i'm pretty interested in the songwriting process of a band always and looking at the just looking at i think it was the um, credits on the YouTube video for Selkie's the third uh, single that dropped last uh, last week. Um, there it said that Zora is uh, um, credited for for the lyrics and and uh, the vocal melodies or something. Mm -hmm. And and you the instrumental the instrumentalists are. Um, um, doing the music so to speak so i'm i'm, I'm, I'm very curious uh, how the songwriting process for black briar looks like um which ones first you know <laughs> well um also for this part we chose a, <laughs> a kind of different route because uh in the beginning of black briar um we were basically writing a bit like harder metal music Sora was still screaming and grunting and it was a very different kind of process. We would write the songs, Sora would then write her lyrics and a melody. And it, in the end, uh, after two or three years, it just didn't work at all. And Sora is such a good singer and uh, with such a unique voice that, um, yeah, we started to feel like we should actually uh, make a platform for that and make sure that, uh, yeah, she can uh, make the story uh, come over in a way that she uh, feels like it should. So we shifted from our pro writing process uh, uh, on, on two levels. We started creating symphonic, more more of a symphonic metal sound. And Sora starts off with her lyrics and melody. So basically she uh, uh, gets inspired by whatever she is inspired about, can be a book or a personal experience. Uh, and as soon as she, uh, has finished her draft lyrics, she will send it to me. And um, from there on forward, I will take a look at uh, chord progressions and um, maybe do some basic stuff uh, regarding drums and bass and guitars and the arrangement overall. And yeah, from there on, we just start to build. But our music is basically built around everything that Sora comes up with. And that is, um, yes, proven to be a golden... Uh, um, Recipe. Golden way, yeah, a recipe indeed for us. So yeah, that's and, and that's very untraditional because m most bands actually uh, write their music and the uh, lyrics and melody comes afterwards. I, I I actually guessed 
that uh, oh my my first guess would have been that you you do it this way um also be because it's uh, the music on the cause of shipwreck is so um is centered on zora's vocals and uh, her storytelling mm -hmm. um now that you uh described a little bit the songwriting process um you were able to record the album in in the sandline recording uh, facilities of Jus Vandenbroek. Um yes. so did you go into the studio with all the songs finished or did you um kind of finish them in the studio? Well, when we start writing the songs, uh we have let's say um um let's say a draft version of our own version and when once we finish that, we will normally go to Joost at Sand Lane Recording Facilities and work on our draft song and start like a pre-production of that song with him. So uh, Joost will uh, take it apart, <laughs> but literally all parts will be uh, re-evaluated and, and um, yeah, looking for ways to improve on, on the songwriting and uh, structural things. Uh, and the arrangement is something that Joost uh, works on a lot. Um, so, and as soon as we finish the pre-production of our songs with Joost, which literally goes one by one by one by one by one until we have like this album of 10 songs finished. Uh, yeah, then we know what, what, what we're going to record. So uh, for this album, because of the whole COVID thing and uh, maybe a little bit of time um, uh, issues, Uh, we actually had to go for 10 songs and actually had to record those 10 songs. We didn't have another five or whatever to pick from. So these songs are actually, uh, yeah, the, like the, the songs we wrote first <laughs> for this album. And it, it, every single one of them has uh, made it to the album <laughs> because of it. Um, yeah. And after the pre-productions are finished, we uh, basically start recording. Uh, it starts off with the drums. So I, I go to the studio first, uh, which was a bit weird uh, during the COVID situation because, uh, yeah, well, everybody had to travel to the studio by themselves. Uh, it was basically the instrumentalist plus Yoast, and that's it. Um, meanwhile, uh, in previous releases, we were there as a band and it was like a whole happening and a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hang that's Hanging it. out together... Yeah, you know, and, th and this time it was basically hard work and maybe a bit depressing even because uh, I was uh, sleeping in a hotel and uh, yeah, you've got all these things in your mind, but there's nobody to talk to. So uh, <laughs> sometimes uh, uh, recording an album can be very, um, how do you call it? Well, bad for your self-esteem and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it was a, a strange one, this, but um I, nonetheless, I, I did enjoy uh, it, and uh, basically, I do everything for the end result. So uh, that's all that matters to me. And uh, for the rest, it went the exact same way. So the other instrumentalists uh, start writing, uh, recording their uh, parts, and in the end, it's uh, Sora's turn. And uh, she took the longest uh, four days, I believe, to do the whole album. Um, and after that, it's just waiting for. <laughs> A mix and a master or whatever it's it's a, a, a yeah it's a fun period because you know you're uh, 
already finished and uh, it's all up to Joost from uh, there on forward. <laughs> Very cool to hear that that uh, that Joost is is really involved with the process as a as a producer and not just, you know, recording as an engineer and then working his magic as mixing and mastering engineer as well but but that he's also involved in arrangement and songwriting before <laughs> yeah, Yost is basically a, a seventh band member he, he <laughs> he's uh yeah we've learned so much from him uh, working with him has been an absolute pleasure and um like a very uh yeah good collaboration between us uh, he makes sure we uh um work on our highest level and um yeah he's amazing yeah, it's, it's funny. I, 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 of course, first first time I heard about Yust was uh, with Star One, and I heard about Star One for the first time, like probably a year after they did their first tour in 2002 okay. or something. So I, I was super bummed out that I missed <laughs> these tours, and there's still this fu very funny, very cool DVD of that tour. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least I have that. <laughs> um, but th then, um, yeah, I was so happy to see him in the last years um, returning to the live environment with the huge Aryan shows, of course. That was so much fun to see him yeah. with his keyboards. And also there he's, of course, the the musical arranger and, and, and kind of the musical director of the whole show. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's... He's just a, a unique talent, definitely. Yeah, um, for sure. The uh, on our previous EP, they were actually working on that uh, whole uh, production for um, Arian, and the amount of work that goes into that production and the way they, yeah, make that sh those shows happen is just crazy. I mean, nothing, nothing is. It's unimaginable. They they do everything that you can possibly dream of. It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so yeah. good. I was I was uh, also very very happy that I was able to catch uh, both the Universe show and the and the Into the Electric Castle, and mm. uh, yeah, they're one of the kind. And they're I think that the success uh, speaks for itself that they managed to sell out like six shows in. 24 hours or what yeah and and people come from all over the world and <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy i mean the stories uh that we hear uh it's it's sometimes unbelievable and it, yeah, it, and it, it, it just uh shows how loyal the 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 fans are and, and yeah. I, I i have to say when when i when i um uh discovered arian with uh, um no, pro I think I, I I knew I knew Arian before, but I mean the the human equation was kind of a a game changer in my musical upbringing, and I discovered so many other bands through it: Opeth, yeah. and Dead Soul Tribe, and 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 um, Savior Machine, and and. Uh, so since ever since then, it was a childhood dream almost uh, of me to see anything alien related live, and I would <laughs> yeah. never imagine that it would 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 be what it was to become with with the universe and the, the electric castle shows. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're we're drifting off in on a, on a completely <laughs> different tangent uh, when we when we were uh, when we want to talk about Blackbriar, of course. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the cause of shipwreck is the debut album we're still talking about, of course. And uh, you guys chose uh, three singles, starting with the Seance, which also had uh, a, like a very, very professional, good-looking live-action video. Um, Thank you. Which is, uh, yeah, always, always amazing to see when independent bands pull off something like like that um so yeah, well, for um we have a like uh, a very deep going love for film and creating music videos it's something we actually uh already have in our mind when we write the songs uh which might sound a bit weird but um when sora writes a lyric uh, or whatever she already imagines what it would look like in a video and again we have a very luxury luxurious position to be able to film all this stuff ourselves so we have all this film gear and from very high quality so yeah it's something we enjoy working on you know producing your own music video uh, thinking about ways to make stuff happen or whatever um contacting everybody in your network just to find that one thing you need for your video stuff like that it's it's very cool process to be able to do yourself so i mean yeah we did do videos with other filmmakers one actually one dude that would help us out and um and now um at, at this point we're basically working together so we're doing all the production stuff we're filming all our videos unless for some reason we need to be in it ourselves so if for some reason either robin or myself can't uh, shoot the video ourselves we will uh call joshua who's the filmmaker from uh, from groningen here in the netherlands and uh yeah he helps us out with uh, shooting the video then so he shot the seance because we were in it and and he shot another video which has not been um like make public yet but uh on the release date, uh, there will be another video for one song, basically another single on the release date, uh, and it's it's turned out to be a very cool, cinematic, cool, awesome video. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, and it's 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 great to hear that you really, um, yeah, that you're taking this this uh, DIY um, approach. Um, all the way to the to the music videos and as i said uh, earlier um that the songs are pretty much focused on zora's vocals and also on her st storytelling um i i think the 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 story the 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 style of storytelling in her lyrics and melodies is is uh is um kind of it's 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 made for that for that kind of kind of uh music videos yeah um. yeah for sure 100 i mean we always had like uh, what i mentioned uh, a love for cinematic film and it's it's just so dramatic you know i mean sora writes these very dark and sometimes uh yeah romantic lyrics that just scream for a film you know so what we try to accomplish is uh, making uh, music videos that uh yeah make you feel like you're watching a short movie yeah. and 
up until now, it's been a lot of, um, yeah, sometimes it's been a struggle to film it, uh, like the way Sora writes her lyrics and make a perfect translation of that on film. Uh, sometimes it's a bit harder than the other times, but um, up until now, it's it's worked very good for us. And um, we're always very excited about the end result. And like I said, it's just uh, so uh, it's such a cool process to work on. And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do a lot more of these cinematic films for our music videos it, <laughs> because it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, a bit, it always yeah, works. Yeah, the album is a bit like a you know like a the compilation or a collection of of, of some gothic short novels or something like that. I have the feeling. Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> because they're all very uh, different from each other. All these songs on this album, they have basically have nothing to do with the other. So mm -hmm. some people think it's like a concept album or um, or at least part of it is, but it's not. I mean, we basically wrote a song, the song sounded cool, and we said, okay, let's go to Yost with this song. <laughs> and for the next time, we did the same thing. Sora got inspired by something else, and she wrote a song, we wrote the music, and we went to Yost. <laughs> and that we did that 10 times. And in the end, because of, like I said, uh, maybe a bit of uh, uh, a time uh, uh, issue that we didn't have enough time, we, we ended up with those 10 songs. But <laughs> so, yeah. And for all of them, there's like this story that you can tell via film. Um, but some are <laughs> harder than the other to make <laughs> uh, actually a realistic video of it. Like yeah. Selkie would be a two-week film shooting to make yeah. that happen you know with a lot of uh special effects you, and you, cool you, costumes you, you, and stuff you, like you that you need a budget like aquaman <laughs> yeah so the, the, for us that felt like uh un uh impossible yeah so. i just i just wanted to say after the seance there were two other singles uh first deadly diminuendo where you did a like a very very basic visualizing uh lyrics video for um, now Ah, okay, <laughs> cool. I think that's also my favorite song. Maybe. Yeah, it's. I think if you talk to each band member, most of them would say that that is their favorite, which is actually a song that was written in like three hours or so. It was. <laughs> it's. It's so simple, but it works very well. Um, yeah, and we we planned a video for that, but we were unable to travel to the place where we wanted to go. Uh, because of covid and so we're basically waiting until we can and we will probably still shoot a video for this one Great. because awesome. the idea that we have is so good at least in our heads <laughs> that we uh, uh yeah we're just waiting until we can travel and we will shoot it anyway even if it's two years from now we will still shoot it great yeah and then then we had selkie uh, you just mentioned it and it's uh, of course animated and uh that also um kind of brought me to the to the um looking looking at the, at all the cover artworks and stuff it's uh, obviously all the same artist yeah <laughs> yeah we uh, we uh, in the beginning of this band we felt like we needed a logo so it's basically a, a step that every band probably uh, goes through but um and when we did we uh we we found this website online it's called design contest dot com or whatever and um <laughs> you can basically place a job on there and many artists will be able to um basically show their work to you 
and you can pick a winner. And the winner will receive the amount of money you have previously set for the, the job. So and via that website, we found our artist, Alip Hudaya is his name. And uh, he, he did the logo and he was the only one that actually put an effort in, you know. <laughs> he actually drew the, 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 the rose and it was just perfect. It fitted our uh, imagination perfectly. So um, I decided to keep in touch with him for future reference. And um, then our first EP started to... Uh, yeah, get into shape. And um, I contacted him if he was interested in doing the artwork for that specific uh, uh, CD cover. And he did a crazy job. I have it right here. But it's, I mean, this is this is crazy. Yeah. It's just so detailed and it's perfect. And if you, if you see this EP and if you know what we told him he should draw, I mean, this is all drawn by hand and digitalized later on. It's, I have the sketches of him laying around. It's just crazy. He's so talented. So, and from that moment, we knew this guy is, he's going to do all our stuff from now on. It, whether it's a t-shirt or a CD artwork, he, he should be part of the whole Black Briar package, you know? Awesome. So uh, ever since he did that, we, um, yeah, he, he does all our stuff from all the merchandise to the logo, to the CDs, to, well, this music video, uh, drawings. He didn't animate it, but he drew, he drew it. Uh, yeah, he's, he's been a huge uh, part of us. And I mean, you can pick our CD out of a thousand because of his work, you know? So very proud of that, to be honest. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it fits the whole package so well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cause of shipwreck is dropping on Friday. Um, that's the the twenty third of April, right? Yes, you and, are correct. Uh, this this episode drops a Monday before that. Um, for now, of course, there's still not really. Um, any live action in at least with, with, from what I can see here in Europe to be to be seen to be planned. Uh, but once that is that is going forward again, will we will 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 you jump into the van, so to speak, and and onto the stages? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, even though uh, on. Uh, Obviously, it's hard to uh, stay positive, you know, throughout these years. It's it's been crazy and intense. But um, planning is something that you should always do and make sure you're ready for it once we can. So I think every band out there has their tour already planned. <laughs> you know, um, basically everybody has already a tour for January or February 2022. Uh, it's just a matter of will we be able to play yes or no and if not we will just postpone it you know yeah. so it's the same thing for us uh, our booker um, Doomstar Bookings which we recently uh, signed uh, with um, yeah, has, has planned a very cool tour for us and we will obviously play our uh, club shows uh, which we have added a few shows to in Germany and in Belgium Uh, all of that will be um, made public very soon. 
but yeah it's it's still waiting for the green light from all the governments and stuff like that so um yeah yeah cool. if we can we will definitely play instantly we will be ready and we will be there <laughs> awesome that's that's great so uh, uh for now all, all the best with the release of the cause of shipwreck um which i'm still curious what what the cause was <laughs> <laughs> i'll ask sorry for you okay <laughs> i'll have to get back to that <laughs> yeah maybe maybe you'll you can tell me uh when when i'll be able to see you guys play live um at the end of our episodes we have a little section that we like to call what's in your walkman where we ask our guests what they've been listening to if there's anything special in particular that they've been listening to lately that they would like to recommend i'm gonna i'm gonna have to uh, recommend even okay because i personally uh, am quite busy so i'm not listening to music a lot but um i i have opened my spotify for you <laughs> and i'm gonna look at what we've been listening to in the past uh, period of time well the main thing that we've been listening to is the new epica album um it's it's just so good so i've I've listened to it a lot. Oh, <laughs> I, I like it a lot, and uh, I can't massive. wait to uh, yeah. see them again soon. Um, I know that Sora has been listening to a whole lot of. Um, uh, let's see, what is all this? Uh, we've listened to the new Dark Horse White Horse album. We've which, been listening uh, to which Illuminate. Which which uh, which uh, drops actually tomorrow as we're recording yeah. this. So when this episode comes out, the Dark Horse White Horse EP will be out. That would would have been one um, one that I wanted to recommend. And yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, just to draw that to 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 make that connection, uh, Ruben is also playing with you guys, right? Yes, the keyboard player. <laughs> I think Ruben is also playing with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depends on. That's a better way of approaching it. Now I'm joking. It, it, it depends um, on the, on the Ruben your is a very talented guy and plays basically every instrument you can think of, and um, he makes himself available to everybody who needs him. <laughs> so uh, and, and yeah, like I said, um, I really enjoy um, their songs, and Marcela uh, and yours are, are crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. It's it's. I'm looking very much forward to their stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> but like I said, there's so much music that we listen to. But uh, and to be honest, uh, it's not all metal or whatever. You know, we try to uh, get inspired by every form of music. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, other than that, my second entry into the uh, um, What's in Your Walkman section today would be actually a Russian band, I think, that's located in Estland now, if I'm not mistaken. And But they sing in Finnish and they have a new album out. They, they, uh, the name of the band is Kawan and the new album is called Ice Fleet amazingly atmospheric uh, slow doomy uh, uh, with some ex extreme parts in it it's uh, like the atmosphere is one of a kind uh, Kawan's Ice Fleet is really is Goosebumps atmosphere galore uh, so highest recommendation for the album that dropped on Friday April 9th um, Rene thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today Uh, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. 
as always to our listeners thank you for listening and uh, don't forget to take care of yourselves to take care of your loved ones and don't forget to listen to great music Progcast is a Stuist Media podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Progcast Podcast. To learn more about Stuist Media, check out stuistmedia.com. Progcast is hosted and produced by Dario Albrecht and myself, Randy M. Salo, and is co-produced by Janine Stengel-Lewis and Blake Lewis. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant. New episodes of Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday, and don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite albums that drop that week. See you next time, Prog fam. Thank you.